And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Now, I've been to Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. Now, of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. You know what she, she thought? Oh my goodness, what's about to happen? Have you ever had God visit you? And you say, oh my goodness, what's about to happen? And look at what the angel said. It's almost like the angel knew what she was thinking. It says, and the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. I want to speak to you on the subject of fear not. Fear not. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Let your word leap off the pages and into our heart. Lord, let it come to life to us. Let it be rhema. Touch our minds we may understand, our hearts we may receive, and our ears to not just listen but really hear what you're about to to share. Lord, let your people see past me and at the cross. Lord, let you increase so that I can decrease. Lord, your people need to hear from you, O oh God. I am but a mouthpiece. Blessed to hear and doers of the word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, fear not. And here we see that uh, the angel uh, Gabriel comes to this, this young lady. And, and you know, m many theologians said that she was but a teenager. Okay? Uh, because people in those days, they, they got married young uh, because uh, for all kinds of reasons, but they were married very young. And here, this uh, young lady who is already engaged, or the word is espoused, to another man. Uh, and she is coming, and here she has a, a, a greeting from the angel of God, a messenger of God. And maybe today, uh, the messenger of God will greet you, and there are some thought in your mind, even on the subject of what I'm speaking about today, of fear not. And so even in that very moment, the, uh, the angel kind of anticipated, maybe... God spoke to the angel and said, you know what? When you see her, she's going to have some thoughts in her mind. Maybe that's you today, that there are some thoughts in your mind. How about this? Have you ever thought and said, God, will my life amount to anything? Or another thought, Lord, I'm getting older. Will I have, uh, will I have enough in my retirement? Or is another one, uh, if you're single, maybe you're asking the question of, Lord, will I ever be married? And maybe you are married because I've been there. Lord, will I ever be happy again? Oh. You see, the mind of a person goes through because I've, I've counseled on both sides. I've counseled uh, the young man or the young woman that has yet to be married, and they wonder. Uh, the, the, the thing is this. They, they get to a certain age, and as, a, as parents, we always, especially my mom, she says, son, stop worrying about your girlfriends or girlfriend or having a girlfriend and worry about your studies, Right? 
And, 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 and I said, okay, mom. So when I worried about the study, then she stopped worrying about my study. She started worrying about, are you going to marry the right one? Wait a minute, I was worried about my studies and then she switched it on me. And there comes in a life, in our, in our everyday life, that we progress in life and there are thoughts. And, and this is the young lady, she, she saw, thought to my, herself and said, wait a minute, why is the messenger of God, who is in the supernatural, speaking to me, I am but a woman. I am but, and, she, and he says, hey, highly favored among women. You know what she was thinking? It's like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble now. Did you know that sometimes that God calls you out for a specific purpose? And instead of thinking about, say, wow, what an honor, sometimes we think, it's like, oh, we're in trouble now. Because uh, it never ceases to amaze me that when you are called out for a specific purpose and God has a plan for your life, that actually there are people out to get you. Oh, you, you don't hear what I'm saying. She didn't realize that when she was uh, uh, pregnant with this uh, God child, which is God himself, uh, that she was actually a target. Because we read later on, oh, see, y'all, we see later on that this miracle that God gave her, uh, the, the authority, uh, the people that was in authority was trying to kill her. And sometimes in our life, that when God has chosen you for a specific purpose and a plan, there are those that uh, uh, might be in their flesh, might be in their own bias, might be in their own sin, might, uh, they are not following the will of God. They look at you and you have been called and favored. The Bible says, and that you said that you were highly favored, the Lord is with you. And when the Lord is with you and you are highly favored, there are people that want to kill you. Oh. Oh, I've been there. And so I can imagine this, this woman, that this young teenager even, uh, wait a minute, I, I got my life planned out. Uh, this man who loves me, I've kept myself pure, and, and now you want to put a whammy in my plan, Lord. How are you going to do a sister like that, as some of you younger people do say? For me, I'm like, how are you going to do a brother like that, Lord? I have kept myself, but now I thought I was doing good singing in the choir. I thought I was doing good leading the youth. I, I thought I was doing good playing music. I, I thought I was good being faithful and doing, but now how are you going to call me out and get me to this place? I had my life set up. I, I was going to be married to a very nice man, a, a lovely man, a hardworking man. I was going to be called a wife of Joseph, but you're going to put a whammy on me. And the crazy thing is God called her to do something that nowhere else in the previous history, no one else in her lineage has ever experienced. And the only comfort she ever got was when God spoke through the angel and said, don't worry, your cousin Elizabeth is also pregnant. Wait a minute, she's old. She can't have babies. You know, it's always funny that when God does something in our life and we have no reference for it, God always does it for someone else to confirm what he's called us to do. That's, oh, come on, y'all. 
And so in her mind, right now, in her mind, she's thinking, wait a minute, what kind of greeting is this? The Lord is about to put a whammy on me. And that is some of us like that, that God has called us into a specific place and a specific time that God has called favor and that we have been chosen by God because he favored us. It didn't say he favored her because she was wealthy. It didn't say she favored because she was highly educated and had an IQ of 160. It didn't say because she was favored because she came from the right line. It didn't say she was favored because she did all the right things. It just says she was favored he didn't say she was favored because she asked for it you know I was crazy that people say pastor did you ask for no how do you know because I didn't even think about it how could I ask for something I didn't even know exists or it could happen and maybe that's you today, those that are watching or those that are listening. Maybe that's you today, that here she is, and then the angel knew what her mind is. Said, oh, man, I'm about to be in trouble. And, but he says this, he says, fear not. That word fear not is in the Greek that we get the word phobia from. And phobia is not normal. That's why it's called a phobia. Because there are some people that have a fear or a phobia of flying, but yet millions of people fly every day. So wait a minute, if one person has a phobia and millions of other people do not have a phobia, then that means that phobia is not something that everybody gets. See, brothers, <laughs> brothers and sisters, you have to get to a place where you don't allow the phobia or the fear of God to stop you from carrying on what God has given you. I've never preached this message before. I've never seen the scriptures like this before. But see, the word phobia or this word fear not comes from the Greek phobi, which we get the word phobia. And there are people uh, that are, have a phobia uh, about germs, but yet mm, I see nurses in the hospital working around people with germs all the time, and they just go in there happy every day. There's a lady here among us. She, she's been a, like a nurse for like 48 years. 48, she must have started at two. Thinking 48 years of germs. And she was sharing with us some stories. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not called to be a nurse. But why is it one thing that is a phobia or a fear of a person and another person, it's perfectly fine? Is because, brothers and sisters, the angel said something uh, that is uh, uh, powerful to her because it knew what she's about to hear. And he says, fear not, for thou hast found favor of the Lord. You know how you overcome the phobia or the fear of your life? You better know and that the reason why you are where you are and the reason why God has chosen you is because you have favor with God. And when you have favor with God, favor is better than money. And what my old pastors said was favor, favor isn't fair. And if you really get down to it, favor isn't fair, and you couldn't buy it even if you had the money for it. That's because when you have no fear, when you have favor. 
You have no fear when you have favor. Because favor supersedes fear. While other people are fearing, you have favor. And when favor means that God has chosen you, and if because if he's chosen you, and then everything you do, doors will begin to open to you. But the problem is that our mind begin to play tricks on us. See, when it says in verse 28, and when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. She wasn't troubled at looking at him. Sometimes I'm not, people are not troubled by seeing a miracle. They're troubled by what people say. You know, I don't know about you, but if Gabriel dropped right here, I think I'd be troubled. I'd be like, whoop, he just came right out of that ceiling. Right? I mean, this is the angel, Gabriel, like, who stands at, on, at the throne room of God. And she wasn't even troubled by it. That just tells me that she's not troubled by the supernatural. That she's not troubled uh, by things that God has, but she is troubled uh, by the saying, not by what he said, but she was troubled in her mind about what to come because people, we have fears like, Lord, why me? And, uh, and when people say, why me? Because people said, Lord, uh, why her and not me? And they began to be jealous. So she was not really worried about seeing him. She was worried about what he says. And what he says, she's worried about what's to come. And that's the old saying was like that. People fear the unknown. But when you have favor, God will bless you. Let me ask you this question today. If you had no fear, what would you do? You know, I was explaining a little bit of heaven to my children. You know, they were asking me, said, Dad, what, what is it like when they watch the former president of 41's funeral and, 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 and we know he was a, 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 a Christian and he's going to be in heaven and, and his wife was a Christian. And he said, Dad, can you explain to me? And I said, well, I would try to explain to you. Uh, but I said, in heaven, uh, just imagine uh, that you can jump off the building of a hundred story building and you could not die. Uh, and, 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 and if you were to go cliff diving off the highest cliff uh, down to, you could not die. And you know what my daughter said? That means I would be able to do everything. <laughs> Think about it for a minute. If you could not die, would you not be able to do everything? And so why do we have that fear? If God chose you and if you have fear, it's the fear of stopping you. It's not God stopping you. It's the fear that stops you. Hmm. A lot of times, it's not that God has stopped us at all. People say, oh, God stopped. No, 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 no. It's uh, God did not stop it because you would never have the opportunity if God didn't want you to have that opportunity. You know, one of our overseers, Dr. Lonnie Rex, who's 90, says to me all the time, he says, if God opens the door, walk through it. And see, oftentimes, we don't walk through. It's because we are thinking in our mind. You know, there's this whole thing of all the craziness that's going on in our world. God even saw thousands of years ago when he wrote 
when Luke, the doctor, wrote this. And there's this whole thing that God, the Holy Spirit is going to come on her and she's going to be with family. She's going to be in the family way. She's going to be with child. Did you know that Mary had an opportunity to reject that? But the Bible says that she gave God consent. Be it unto me as you said. Oh, brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter what goes on in your mind. It only matters what comes out of your lip. Because the Bible says it is not what comes into a man that defiles him, but it comes from out of the man. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. It comes out of you. And, and so before you say anything, begin to say, God, if this is you giving me this word, and then I receive that word. And when you receive that word, don't allow uh, your words from your mind transform into the negativity of your lips because that's when fear begins to dwell in your heart. Look at what it says in Luke chapter 2 and verse 10. And the angel said unto them, this is the shepherds, okay? He says, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You know what, what gets me is uh, he was explaining to them, stop having a fear about what's going to happen and start knowing that God's going to bring joy and good tidings into your life. Brothers and sisters, if you didn't have fear, if God gave you this opportunity, if God gave you your family, if God gave you to live at a time like this, why are we so fearful? And I'm speaking to myself if no one else received. This is the battle that rages on every person. It isn't a, a people that stop us. It is us that stop because if God has called you and me, then God will give us favor and divine guidance for everything. There's a story in Luke chapter 8, verse 49. While he yet spoke, there come from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Trouble not your master, the master. But when you, Jesus heard it, he answered, saying, Fear not. And here it is. Believe only. He didn't say doubt and believe. He didn't say fear and believe. He said believe only and you shall be made whole. And she shall be made whole. Believe only. Believe only. Believe only. When you believe only, there is no such thing as fear. When you believe only, there is no such thing as doubt. When you believe only. The problem with me sometimes, and maybe it's just me. It, it, I'm not talking about you. The problem with me is I say, Lord, I believe, but there are times I hear voices in my head from people or from the enemy, and I don't just believe only. I always say, what if? And that problem is the what if. Jesus never said what if. He just said believe only and only believe. You know, I, when I deal with couples, especially when they're about to be married, one of the biggest, one of the few, one of the things, the issues or the concerns of a young lady is, you know, we call it cold feet or whatever, but even young men, when they're about to be engaged and be married, one of the things is, well, I stand before God, and will this man love me even when I'm old? You know, that, 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 that is the biggest concern is, is, will they love me 
because we see statistics, see the voices are all oh, 52% of people, all oh, 52%, all Yo, you're not gonna make it. Your, your parents didn't make it, your granddaddy didn't make it, your aunt didn't make it, and you just have this weird thing in your head, and, and you have to what? Believe only. You see, these voices negates or invalidate the favor of God on yours and my life. Stop allowing that to happen to you. Look at what Luke 12, 7 says. But even the very hairs of your head are numbered. Look at what it says. Fear not, therefore, you are more value than many sparrows. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If we are more valued than the sparrows, why are we so much in fear? If even God knows the number of hair upon our head, if he knows the number of hair in our head, why do we live in fear? See, fear causes us to have envy or jealousy. Fear causes us uh, to, uh, to strive. Fear causes us uh, uh, to have doubts. Fear causes us to hate. Fear causes us to have division. And that's why when you have fear and uh, in your life, there's competition and there's, oh my goodness, he's, he's taking mine or, or this and that. There's always a striving because fear puts that Stress in your life. I'll be the first one to admit that there are days when I go and I say, Lord, I know you can. See, and then I, I always, and people put this in my head, you, want, you know, but what if you don't? And see, God never said, what if I don't? Because I'm, I'm God that sits on the throne. The question is, believe only. Do you and I have the believe only or do we have just fear? Fear stops us. Look at what Luke 12, 32 says. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. What? Look, I'm giving you scripture. It says, fear not, little flock, for it's your father's good pleasure. He's happy to give it to you. And we think that, God, you're standing up there or sitting on your throne, and you can't wait until you bash me in the head. That's how I lived for Jesus for a long time, because I had this fear that everything I did, Jesus was going to bash me on the head, and you're not, because people say, oh, the reason why you're so broke, because you're out of God's will. The reason why you're going through in your marriage, because you're this. Oh, Job, the reason why you lost your family is because you have sin. No, it's just because God is bringing me into a new place. Until you experience loss, you will not know the sweetness of victory. Oh my The problem is we constantly are allowing other things than the word of God telling us. He says this, it is God's good favor or good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Wait a minute, you mean you're giving me the kingdom that belongs to you? You're giving me the kingdom that we call you the king of all kings, the lord of all lords, that you own uh, the cattle on a thousand hills, and that you spoke and the fishes swam? You spoke, you mean that kingdom that you rule and you reign? That in, your, in my father's house there are many mansions? I don't know, brothers and sisters, I, as you know, my wife's previous career being an architect, and she's built 
a few mansions, and I've been in some of them. And they're beautiful. And I can imagine when we get to glory. I don't know about y'all, my mansion's going to be bad, man. <laughs> and I heard, I heard uh, Bishop Jake say many, many years ago, he goes, I, I hear this old people singing this song, oh, Lord, just a little hut in the corner of heaven. He goes, man, I didn't fight all these devils to live in no hut. <laughs> I want my mansion. <laughs> Amen. Yes, right? You didn't go through all this and live this life and, and stay the course and Jesus walks up to you and you walk into the gates of heaven. Well done, my good and faithful servant, and get you a hut. That's not how God rolls. That's not how God does his people. It's if he's given me his good pleasure to give me his kingdom, then I want his best. And if his best is waiting for me, then obviously his kingdom is here. He says, let thy will be done, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So God, I want that kingdom and not allow my phobia, my fear, to cause me to walk away. Look at Acts chapter 18, and I'm going to close here, three more scriptures. Then spoke the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision. Be not afraid. Now, when you look this up in the Greek, it's the same term, fear not. Same term. But he just says it a different way. If you don't understand what fear not means, I'm going to tell you, it means be not afraid. <laughs> All right? You know, some, you know it's funny. We, you preach sometimes, and people are like, I don't know what you mean. Then you rephrase it. It means the same thing. Be not afraid means fear not, but speak and hold not your peace. Brother and sister, stop holding your peace about your blessing. Stop holding your peace about where God, uh, because you're so afraid what people say. Hey, just, you know what? I, I can't help. I got favor. I can't do nothing about that. Mary couldn't control anything. Did you know that Mary could not stop what God is about to do? There was only one person that could stop the blessing that's about to be upon her life. You know that one person wasn't even God. It was herself. She could have stopped it, but she said, no, Lord, I give you consent. Go on with it. And sometimes we are more fearful. Listen to this. Sometimes we are more fearful of the struggle for the glory because we think that struggle outweighs glory. Oh, but then the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and you all know this is one of my favorite scriptures in verse 17. For these light afflictions, which is but for a moment, work in us a far exceeding eternal weight of glory. So weight of glory outweighs suffering. It's just like a boxer getting ready to box for the championship belt. And it's oftentimes... You see, I remember watching boxing as a young man, a young boy, and, and I'm thinking, man, these guys are huge, you know, huge. And they're hitting each other with, you know, every fist. And, they're, you know, and then at the end, some guy's winning, and his face is swollen, and he's bleeding, he's cut. And then, you know, somebody sticks a microphone, he goes, has it been worth it? He goes, yeah. I'm like, your face is in pain. So that obviously the belt is the glory of winning is better than the pain he's feeling. Because I'd be like, no, it wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm in pain. You see, because he has no fear of the pain. 
when you have no fear of the pain, you get an opportunity to get the belt. Oh, that's good. Y'all just need to tweet that or something. Because that just get, came from heaven. I didn't even plan that on my notes. I need to watch this myself. See, he says, and Paul, the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Be not afraid, but speak and hold not your peace. For I am with you, and no man shall set you or to hurt you. For I have much people in the city. Stop thinking about, God says, and I'm going to let no one touch you. You know, I hear, I used to go, and, you know, Sister Way's here, you know, she's a missionary lady. I used to hear people say, man, what you going to do? Don't you have fear? You, your kids are home and your wife's home. I said, if God told me to do it, nobody can touch me. I'm the man. Nobody can touch God's man. Can't touch my family. When I was in, my, we was in Malaysia last year and Hurricane Harvey came. I remember at 3 in the morning, I'm supposed to speak at, uh, at Grace and, and this big old church. And at 3 in the morning, my daughter's calling me up, Dad, the water, the water's coming up. We've never seen so much water. She's sitting there showing me FaceTime on, and the water's coming up. And I said, God, uh-uh, I'm over here. I'm about to speak. Lord, you got to watch my family. And I felt this peace come. He said, it's done. And my house didn't get bothered. Because nothing can hurt me. Revelation chapter 1 verse 17. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me, fear not. Fear not. For I am the first and the last. Second Timothy 1 and 7. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Brothers and sisters, this afternoon, I want you to realize, fear not. Don't fear because God has you. Don't fear because God favored you. Don't fear where you're going. You know, a lot of times I, I, I don't do certain things uh, uh, because somebody uh, had put fear in me. What if? What happened? What have you done? What, what? And, and you know what? Those decisions I make is not because it was godly. Those decisions I make is because I have a phobia or a fear or because people are putting words in my ears or the devil is putting words in my ears and talking to me. Stop having a fear and stop having your own plan because sometimes, like Mary, she had a plan. She was going to get married and live a cool life with this man Joseph, but yet God says that he found favor. Sometimes we have a plan for our life, but because things don't happen is because we want to do our way and God says, until you give me consent, I didn't even think that what I was going to do. I, I had a, my own plan laid out. I, I, I didn't want to do this for this. Uh, I wanted to be an attorney or a, a, other things. I didn't want to do this. But God had a plan until we consent to that plan. Because the, most of the time we fear, well, I got to do this. Oh, really? And, you know, sometimes who would listen to you? Really? I remember that when I first got married. Who would listen to you? I don't know. But if God favored me, brothers and sisters, stop worrying about your plan 
And you know, being in my culture, if you know anything about my culture, like our parents like planned us before we were even born. You know, honey, I'm pregnant. Okay, they're going to this school. They're taking this. I mean, it's, it's serious. And then when you don't accomplish those things, there is the fear of make it losing faith. And there's a fear of uh, family disgrace. And a whole lot of fear. Because you have to have your place. I just rhymed. Y'all didn't even get it. <laughs> Let us stand.